What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've talked quite a bit before about how mental health professionals, how it's important to really learn to market ourselves. And th- even though this is not necessarily a marketing episode, we are going to be talking about the importance of building a personal brand and what exactly is a personal brand. And it's important for even if you're not a social worker or a therapist or even a mental health professional, it is important to learn a little bit about why we as professionals in the mental health field, why it's important for us to build a personal brand. And so this is going to be a helpful episode for you as well. And so we're going to be talking specifically about this episode about social workers. But if you're a therapist and a, and a mental health therapist, then you can apply the same principles to you. It just happens to be that my guest today is a social worker. And so I'm looking forward to talking with her and introducing her to you very soon. So the title of this episode is How Social Workers Can Build Their Personal Brand on LinkedIn with Harlene Vasquez. Coming right up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray, and I am a licensed therapist. And I'm also the host of this show, and I'm so happy that you're tuning in today, wherever you're coming from and, and tuning in from. Uh, you could be in, in, in a completely different part of the world, and I appreciate you tuning in for this. And so I'm sure you have heard of uh, social workers and what a social worker does. And so I'm really excited about this episode because I have a licensed social worker that I'm going to be talking to. But this is going to be a little different as far as we're not going to be talking necessarily about what a social worker does from day to day, but more along the lines of why it's important for social workers to build their personal brand so they can help more people and reach more people with their message. And so today I'm going to be talking with Harlene Vasquez, and she is a licensed social worker And she is a first-generation Latina, and she is the founder of her business, Your Evolved Mind, where she is a social worker uh, career coach, 
helping social workers in all stages of their career. And her area of focus includes resume and cover letter writing, personal branding, LinkedIn marketing, salary negotiation. Oh, that's good. And confidence building. And she provides her clients the tools needed to secure their next opportunity using the LinkedIn platform. She is also a workshop facilitator and a speaker on a mission to uplift and elevate the social work profession. I do love that. (laughs) She is an experienced social worker with over 10 years working in social services, providing trauma-informed care. And in her nine to five, she is a clinical recruiter for a mental health tech company on a mission to build effective clinical teams to deliver quality mental health services. Wow, that is a some bio. Harlene, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me. It's crazy. Every time someone reads my bio, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you clearly have had a, a lot of years as a social in the social work field. And I would love to kind of learn a little bit about your background and how did you get involved to be a social worker in the first place? Absolutely. The golden question. So I guess to really piggyback into my upbringing, I was born and raised in New York City. I was raised by a single mother and I grew up below income and especially being a first-gen Latina, I always knew that, I always say that I was born to make an impact and I always knew that I wanted to give back to my community. Even from being in high school, even being the early years of college and undergrad, I always found the brain to be very fascinating. And at that time, I didn't really know about social work and I didn't know about the different career paths that I could take as I got older. But I always knew that I really enjoy the human development and their brain and just how people develop over time. And even on top of that, I've always been a natural career cheerleader. I've always spoken to people about their goals and their mission. It's just something that naturally comes out of me. So I think that at the beginning of my career, when I first graduated with my bachelor's degree in psychology, I started working with at-risk youth within the shelter system. And right in that, those opportunities really led me into the area of social work and being around a, a collaborative care model really provided me a lot of insight as to the type of roles that I wanted to hold, which is why I then decided to get my master's in social work and then become licensed. And through all of those experiences, I worked with children and adolescents and adults dealing with complex trauma, providing trauma-informed care in different settings, whether it was foster care, the shelter system. I even pivoted a little bit into palliative care and hospice care, working with the elderly population. So it's definitely been a very rewarding time in the social work field. But even through those encounters, whether I was a lead therapist, whether I was a social work supervisor, again, going back to that professional development piece is always something that has been a part of me which me being a licensed social worker and then stepping into leadership gave me the opportunity to hire clinicians for our department back then. And it really gave me that insight as to doing outreach and conducting interviews to hire staff. And I've been having those opportunities, again, continue to just 
build that fire within that I knew that I wanted to do more. And what definitely led me into building my brand on LinkedIn and starting my business, Your Evolved Mind, because I always knew that I wanted to do more. And and it just really started with me sharing content. And then it just kind of blew up from there. And here I am three years later, being a social work career coach and being recognized as one of the leaders in the social work field that is truly committed to changing and uplifting this profession. So a little snippet about my journey. <laughs> no, that's great. And you have put a lot of a lot of blood, sweat and tears in this and I'm sure. And it's a, it's not easy to build your brand in a business. And when we think of social work or mental health professionals in general, we don't really think about it is a business and and how important it is to be able to share their personal brand. And before we get into what that's like and, and how to do that, can you tell us a little bit about what is a personal brand and why is that important for social workers? Absolutely. So your personal brand is literally you. Like it's literally a reflection of your unique traits and what makes you and being able to also position yourself as an authority in whatever area of practice that you're in, in your profession. And it's really important to position yourself as an authority in your industry and being able to display certain information that can also enhance that credibility in your area of practice. So it's very important to also build that reputation of the things that you want to be known for, right? So this is where and the importance of building your personal brand is important throughout your entire career, whether you're a student, whether you're a recent grad or even like a, a, re- a seasoned clinician, you're always going to be evolving, meaning your goals are always going to be changing and your personal brand comes with you as well. That's a great explanation. Yeah. So your personal brand is just sharing with others who you are. It's not trickery. It's not trying to deceive anyone. It's just saying, hey, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is my values. And then people resonate with that. And that's where they can follow uh, follow anybody who has a personal brand and in particular LinkedIn. And I know I'm on LinkedIn a lot as well, but there are other social media sites out there. But I think LinkedIn is more of a professional social media. And so it makes sense that for social workers and clinicians to be able to learn how to build their personal brand on LinkedIn is very important. And so tell us a little bit about your experience, Harlene, on LinkedIn, and what has that been like for you as you build your brand? Absolutely. So I first started with really, again, going back to three years ago, it will be fall 2019, when I founded Your Evolved Mind. Like I said, at that time, I was just really looking for an outlet to share value and just give back to my community, whether it was knowledge about how to interview, how to negotiate salary. And again, it was just really coming from a place of love. I wasn't really thinking about entrepreneurship or like personal branding because that's social work school or most schools don't teach you how to market yourself or even give that information about what is personal branding. So this was something that through my own exposure and putting myself out there, it was information that I then learned. Um, But 
first starting on LinkedIn and even other platforms, as you mentioned, but LinkedIn has always been my main platform. My go-to platform for the last three years is really showing your authentic self. And I remember just sharing about my own experiences, again, being a first-gen Latina, navigating the workforce after graduation, how I overcame my own limiting beliefs and my own trauma and all of those things. I just really started from a place of sharing like my authentic self, my real raw authentic self, which I know it can definitely be hard. And if you're hearing this, I don't want you to think that you need to be on LinkedIn and sharing your whole personal story, (laughs) your life journey. But again, it really starts with understanding who you are. You know, what is your own mission? What is your own values? What type of impact you want to be known for? And going back to what I mentioned, I always knew that I was going to make an impact. So my extroverted self definitely felt very comfortable with sharing my story because I knew that it would inspire others someday. And that's how it started on LinkedIn. I started showing up consistently, going live, and then really getting in front of other LinkedIn thought leaders that then started to recognize who I was being a a social worker, really branding myself as a first gen and just really getting and building that community. Like you said, once you get comfortable and really owning your voice and owning your narrative, the right people will align. And that's what started to happen over the last three years. I've definitely been consistent. And LinkedIn is the number one platform to create those opportunities that you desire. Because of LinkedIn, I was able to start my business, Your Evolved Mind. I was able to make it profitable. I was able to also get recognized for uh, different social work schools across the nation. I was able to also become a board member for different organizations within the social work space and even podcast opportunities, speaking engagements and so on, all because I was very consistent with just showing up with who I was and people wanted to see more of me. And this is why consistency is key. Like LinkedIn is a platform that you have to also have to be very intentional with what you want your outcome to be, whether it's just really growing a community and networking, whether it's going on the platform to find the job or, you know, start a business, you have to basically milk LinkedIn for what it is. And it's just really creating the opportunities that you desire. So I just been very grateful and fortunate. And of course, I am not sponsored by LinkedIn because I always get asked. <laughs> like, I always talk about obviously helping social workers land jobs using LinkedIn. But for me, it's just something that all of the tools that I teach my clients is stuff that I went through myself. So being able to showcase my unique skills and build my personal brand and build my community led me to those opportunities. And that's what I teach my clients today, how to do that. No, I think that's excellent. And I liken it to it's kind of like keeping a garden, right? You can't just plant the seeds and walk away from it. You have to weed it and nurture it and feed it and water it. And it's kind of like that with your personal brand. And I love LinkedIn as well for all the things that you mentioned. And you talked about just a little bit ago about different personalities. And and you mentioned that you're an extrovert. And I have heard a lot of professionals say, yeah, I have a LinkedIn, but I'm not really using it. I don't know how. I'm not really a social person. How, what would you say to somebody that is more of an introvert and maybe they are a social worker or a mental health professional and they haven't quite 
bought into the importance of building their brand on LinkedIn? What would you say to them? Absolutely. I get asked that question all the time. I've definitely have had clients who have mentioned the same thing. And I think it goes back to what I mentioned originally that you want, you're going on that platform for a reason. As for my clients, it's because they want to land a job. So I know sometimes the impression is that, wow, that means I have to create link content and go live and do all of these things that are absolutely scary. And I just do not feel comfortable. And I tell my clients, you don't have to do that. You can still build your personal brand behind the scenes without having to do all of these direct facing things. So the first starts, the first thing starts with your profile, which I know I'm going to give an overview shortly on how to break that down. But it first starts with optimizing your LinkedIn profile with the things that truly align with who you are, where you want to be, your mission, your vision, and first starting with those particular things. Because as opportunities can still come to you if you have a marketable profitable LinkedIn profile. And you can also reach out to people, like I said, behind the scenes, maybe reaching out through a future hiring manager or a future colleague, maybe only through LinkedIn message, because maybe you may not feel comfortable getting on a Zoom call or phone call. I always tell my clients, meet your own self where you're at and build little by little, like don't feel that you need to do all of these things in order to build your personal brand. You can still do it because somebody knows somebody. I always say the more conversations you can have as best as you can, then more opportunities can present yourself because I have a thing that the more eyeballs on your profile, that means more opportunities in whatever capacity that you will want it to be. I think that's great advice. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I, I particularly liked how you said you don't have to change who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not about being an actor and this is about being your authentic self. And I really liked how you said that. And then you just decide what is it that you really want 
And how do you match your personality with that? And I think that's great. And what you mentioned about profile. So if, if you're listening to any of the listeners listening to this, maybe you've heard of LinkedIn, but maybe you don't have an actual LinkedIn account. So on LinkedIn, you build a profile and there's actually, it's almost like a resume in a way mm-hmm. where you have your profile picture and a description, a title, you can add in all of your education. There's a, a section where you can type quite a bit actually about you. And uh, so that you're saying that building that profile is probably one of the first things that you would recommend. Absolutely. And it's very crucial. And before you even do that, this is where, again, this, what I'm about to say, this goes for any profession. The first important thing, as I mentioned, you're going to be on this platform for a reason. So first identifying like, what are your goals? Do you want to be on LinkedIn to network? Do you want to be on LinkedIn to find a job? Or do you want to be on LinkedIn to start a business? First identifying your non-negotiables. But after that, first starting with doing a career inventory. What I mean about a career inventory is literally looking at your resume, looking at all of the roles that you have held, even if they were unpaid, even if they were volunteer, and creating all the things you loved, all the things that you did not like, and all of the roles that you held, and really identifying the things that really brought you joy, that really brought you your own areas of expertise and really creating that ideal scope of practice, right? First, identifying your, again, part of your personal brand, identifying your own core competencies. Then once you do that, then you can go on LinkedIn and break down your profile in a couple of ways. The first one is your LinkedIn headline. So when someone looks at your LinkedIn headline, it should be very clear as to who you are, whether you are a recent grad, whether you are a clinician, whether you are a student, it should be very clear when it comes to your title. Because here's the thing, when you first create a LinkedIn profile, it will do everything automated for you. Meaning that if you put you are a student at NYU, then it will say you are a student at NYU. So you have to go out in there and optimize your profile. So going back to your headline, again, really honing in with first who you are, right? And then identifying your goals or your mission or your vision or even the type of role or impact that you want to make, right? Because it can be like clinical social worker on a mission to enhance individuals quality of life or something like that. And I know it's very generic, but I'm saying in the sense of like, if your goal is, let's say, wanting to provide trauma-informed care to children and families in underserved communities, then that's your mission, right? Thinking back, what do you want to be known for? What type of impact are you trying to make? Like if you check on my profile, I have teaching social workers how to build a personal brand on LinkedIn, right? Like that is my area of expertise, as well as being a workshop facilitator and content creator. The same can go for you. Maybe you're great at group facilitation. Maybe you're great at, you know, conducting biopsychosocial assessments or crisis intervention, identifying your own things that are very important to you. And then of course, your about me section It's taking that 110%, identifying your why. Why did you get into this field? What type of population or area of practice do you want to be a part of? Or even highlighting those accomplishments in your career. 
whether you co-facilitated a workshop for youth in foster care, or you're really identifying, like there's no right or wrong when it comes to the type of things that you write in your about me section, because your experience is your experience. I often say your degree is your investment and it got you to where you are today. So you want to be able to get comfortable in owning your narrative and owning your story, even if let's say you're not in your ideal role or in, in, in where you are in your career, you're going to get to where you want to be. So it really starts with identifying those key things on your LinkedIn profile, because think about it. If someone goes to your profile, they, even as a recruiter standpoint, it needs to be very clear, again, who you are. What are you trying to accomplish? What are your own areas of expertise and where do you want to be? So this can also be the same way if you currently have a private practice and you want to grow your private practice. It is still the same goal, but you have to ask yourself again, what do you want to be known for and what is the type of impact and mission that I'm going towards? In a nutshell, of course. (laughs) No, I think that's great. And what do you want to be known for? What is your intention? What's your goals for being on LinkedIn. And you're also a clinical recruiter. And you and I both know that there is a mental health crisis going on right now. Mm -hmm. And there's a shortage of professionals. And there are uh, lots and lots of mental health workers who are wanting and looking for a job. And you just laid out exactly one of their first steps to do on their LinkedIn. And as a clinical recruiter, someone who recruits mental health professionals for an organization, do you go and uh, look at individuals' profiles on LinkedIn? Does that help you in your nine to five job? Absolutely. Especially if I have a resume that I feel, I I know not everyone knows how to write a a resume. I've sometimes gotten resumes that are like, I feel that this person has more. I'm like, there's no way this is all they've done. And so I searched them up on LinkedIn. So it definitely helps if they have a profitable Um, LinkedIn profile, because here's the thing, and this goes, any recruiter will be able to tell you this. When, if you apply to a role, it should be very clear that you understand the company's mission and vision and the population that we serve. For example, if all of your experience have been with children, adolescent, and you're applying to a role that has to do with elderly clientele, then as a recruiter, I'm going to be like, wait, how? why is this person interested in this role? And how can they reassure me that they're able to work with these population? So if you're not able to highlight those things, whether it's on your resume or your LinkedIn profile, then it's going to be an automatic pass. Because as recruiters receive so many resumes, and it's a six-second scan. So if you don't have, like, it's very important, like I often tell my clients, or even candidates that I speak to is do your research, know the type of population that you're trying to work for and make sure that if you don't have, let's say, experience with like the example I just mentioned, let's say all of your experience have been with children and adolescent and you want to work with an elderly population, then this is why it goes back to doing that career inventory. What are the key skills that you have gained from working with this population that you can translate into working with the elderly population. So that is how you have to think. And that is how you market yourself. Everything, not saying you should lose sight of who you are and your goals, but everything should always be tailored to the company's mission and values, obviously making sure it's alignment with you, of course, but that is how it works. And that is how you get your foot in the door, making sure that things align 110%. 
Yeah, and and great insight there because uh, a lot of times people will just send off the resume and they kind of just wipe their hands and say, I've, I've done everything I can. But what we don't realize is that the person who receives that resume will probably do a little bit of research if they if something on the resume is interesting. They're going to go more than likely to your LinkedIn profile. And so I appreciate that insight coming from you. Of course. And and one thing I want to say is regarding LinkedIn is that, which is why it's very clear to really hone in on, if you, and if you want to work with all ages, and that's great too, then you want to keep it very generalized. But it's also coming from a recruiter standpoint, we can even identify red flags. Because if I go on LinkedIn and it seems that you don't really know what you want or you're very like, let's say there's a lot of gaps or you just tend to don't stay in a position for more than like two months, then that's a red flag. I'm going to be like, this person does not know what they want. So I'm not going to invest in them because they're just going to leave. So you want to be also very particular as to how you put the information on your resume and your LinkedIn profile, because obviously it should be with reason. So we're always watching. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yes. And for good reason, because like you said, you get lots of resumes and lots of applications. And the ones that are probably going to stand out are the ones that are going to have their optimized LinkedIn profile. So that that is something that anybody can do. And so before I, I let you go here, or getting towards the end, I want to talk a little bit about your coaching. And you you do focus exactly what you're talking about in resume and cover letter writing. You're talking about personal branding, LinkedIn, salary negotiation, building their confidence. So you're like the whole package <laughs> with your services. So tell me just a little bit more about that. In case someone is thinking, yeah, I can do a profile, but there are a lot more to looking for a job, for instance, than that. Maybe they're, they want to learn a little bit about what kind of coaching you do. And then tell us a little bit of how somebody can reach out to you. Absolutely. So in regards to my role being a social work career coach, I mean, you said it perfectly. It's a whole package. So like even if you check out my website, yourevolvemind.com, you're going to be able to see detail by detail as to my curriculum is what I say, because I work with social workers in all stages. And if you're listening to this and you're a clinician, absolutely still reach out because again, it's still all related. But I also help social workers land jobs outside of the clinical routes. It can be more macro. It could be in tech. It doesn't have to be direct practice. And I work with them, whether they're a recent grad, whether they're in their last semester, whether they're just a seasoned um, clinician. And I'm always going to utilize my social work lens, meaning that my clients, I really help you hone in on your ideal role. I help you identify those limiting beliefs that could be holding you back from maybe seeking a promotion, from even putting yourself out there, from pivoting, whatever it is. Like I, mindset piece is a huge component in my work, enhancing that confidence. But most importantly, I'm here to teach you and show you how to revise your resume, how to revise your cover letter, how to build that personal brand and market yourself on LinkedIn. But most importantly, how to find and reach out you know, to other recruiters and even how to interview with confidence and negotiate salary. I'm here with you 
every step of the way from the beginning to end, which is why if you go on my website, you'll be able to see those coaching containers. Because I always say, if you just want to get a job and just up, optimize your resume, there's a lot of free resources out there. But for me, like I generally love what I do and I generally care. And I'm here to push you respectfully, of course, and help you mm-hmm. step out of your comfort zone. So I'm literally like a coach at heart. And you check on my website, you're going to be able to see like recent testimonials of what my previous clients have said. And of course, you can definitely find me on LinkedIn, Arlene Vasquez. Feel free to connect with me, send me a message. Again, check out my website, yourevolvemind.com. If you see what you like or you're maybe on the fence about working with me, I offer free consult calls where we will discuss more in debt your goals and to see if career coaching would be a good fit for you. And if it turns out it's not a good fit for you, I'll still offer resources because at the end of the day, I am on a mission to uplift and elevate our profession. <laughs> All right. That's exactly right. That's awesome. Well, our time is running out here, but before I let you go, a question that I ask all of my guests, it has to do with self-care because I talk about self-care all the time and it's so needed. I'm really curious about what it is that you do. What are some of your favorite self-care practices that you do for yourself? Absolutely. Another golden question. So obviously (laughs) it's very evident that I am a woman of many talents, but self-care is something that I definitely hold to the very core because, again, as a formal licensed social worker, I have definitely been burned out. So I have been very mindful of paying attention to my body and really um, paying attention to what I need, right? Whether it's sleep, whether it's eat, whether it's rest. So I'm very intuitive with how I feel on an everyday today. And I also adjust my schedule as best as I can. At least for entre- in my business, I have full control, right? So. I definitely pay attention to how I feel, but I really set boundaries. I set up my schedule very strategically, only coaching once a week, maybe only working on my business, maybe like five hours a week. Like I'm very strategic and weekends I disconnect. So Mm. that's the first thing with taking full control of the projects that I take in, the people that I work with, really make sure that I'm able to have a schedule and take on projects that still allows me to be 110% for my clients. And then when it comes to the fun things is I currently have two dogs. So they are definitely my form of self-care, my my little chihuahua and my Doberman pincher. <laughs> I definitely spent lots of time with them. And yeah, I mean, I throw myself dance parties from time to time. So that is my self-care. I mean, again, my huge extroverted self. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And that is so important. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And I thank you for coming on the show and sharing your passion for social work and for mental health that's so needed and for the work that you do to help others get out there and fulfill their mission and calling as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. And y'all connect with me. I'm here to help. (laughs) Great. That's awesome. Make sure you go to yourevolvedmind.com and learn more about Harlene Vasquez and her coaching work and her work on LinkedIn. You can connect with her there as well. You can also go to the show notes here at the Mental Health Today Show. You go to mentalhealthtodayshow.com and you can listen and go to the show notes of this episode and all of the episodes of the Mental Health Today Show. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to encourage you to continue working on your mental health every single day. 
And remember, the Mental Health Today show has been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.